Don't be afraid of your fears. They're not there to scare you. They're there to let you know that something is worth it. See Joy Bell. Hello, beautiful. You are listening to episode 22 of the Welcome to Your Life podcast. Welcome to Your Life is a wellness podcast for women juggling midlife, self-care, and work-life balance. On this show, we talk about everything from fashion to hot flashes. I am your host, Renee Reed, yoga teacher, certified health and parenting coach, and your loudest cheerleader. Are you a monthly donor? If you answered no, join the club. For just 99 cents per month, you can help spread this message of self-love and self-care to women across the country and around the world. Your donations also help us to provide free or low-cost yoga classes to women who may not otherwise get to experience the life-changing benefits of yoga. Join today. We can't do what we do without you. Don't forget to leave a comment and share this episode with someone you love. Hit the subscribe button so you don't miss the next juicy episode. Now listen, grab your journal because on today's show, I will be giving you four strategies that you can use to move through your fears and get what you want. Fear will always be with you, but once you understand that and use the proper coping strategies, you can move through it and not stay stuck in it. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. It's so good to be back. I took a little break, had to take a little break to get my mind in check. Like so many of you, I am juggling a lot of balls these days and the anxiety I was beginning to feel about dropping one of them (laughs) let me know that it was time to take a step back and focus on my own self-care. I am completing my dissertation, so that's moving along. And I'm getting revved up for my new coaching program, which starts August 4th. It's a 14-day clean eating program that will work on some mindset work, movement, and of course, what you eat. So if you're trying to get back on track or figure out how to eat what you love and still feel healthier and happier, let's talk. I know from my own experiences that trying to lose weight over 40 is a different ball game. And if you're dealing with a chronic illness like diabetes, menopause, or hypertension, or a mental health diagnosis like depression or anxiety, it can be tough and overwhelming. This program is based on my dissertation research and I cannot wait to share it with you all, so watch out. I'm also trying to be a good wife, 
a mother, a nana. And what I am finding out is that because we juggle so much as women, it is vital, top priority to our physical, mental, and spiritual health to work on our mindset on a daily basis. Mindset work is not something that ever ends. You just get better at it. And in order to get better at it, you have to work on it every single day. So this week, I'm doing something a little different on the podcast. I'm devoting an entire week of episodes towards helping you to find strategies that will reset your mindset so that you can move in your purpose. In today's episode, I am going to share four of my favorite. So there are so many things you can do, but today we're going to focus on four of them. Because a healthy mindset that supports and doesn't fight you when you are moving into new territory is crucial. It's the foundation for whatever you are attempting to do with your life. So whatever you are trying to accomplish in life, if your mindset is jacked up, you ain't going to accomplish nothing. And... One thing that I have found, again, from personal experience and being hard at it, is that if you don't change the way you think, you're going to repeat the same patterns over and over again. So you're going to, you know, keep picking the wrong guy or keep moving from job to job looking for a boss that will finally realize how great you are or give up friends because they just don't understand you. If that sounds familiar, maybe, just maybe, you need to check in with your mind. So, Today, we are going to focus on fear and how you can move through it towards the things you need, want, and desire. Fear plays a big role in how we think and move in the world. But like our quote said from today, don't be afraid of your fears. They're not there to scare you. They're there to let you know that something is worth it. So the first strategy that we're going to talk about is acknowledging your fear. Once you get used to the fact that when you move in a new area, when you move past your comfort zone, Fear is going to raise its ugly head. And that's because your critter brain or that part of your brain that is meant to keep you safe is going to remind you 
that it is safer to stay in your current circumstances. It will start to ask you things like, what if this new thing doesn't work? Or what if you get hurt in the process? What if you get hurt in the process? When we are asked that question, many of us turn around and walk in the other direction because no one wants to feel discomfort, but nothing great happened in the comfort zone. I'm not sure who said that, but it is completely and absolutely true. So nothing great that you want to happen with your life is going to happen while you stay tucked away in the comfort of those self-defeating thoughts. When you acknowledge the discomfort, then you combat fear because now you're acknowledging it and you're moving towards it. And fear breeds indecision. When you're afraid, you stay stuck where you are. So I want to encourage you today, whether you take a giant leap to conquer your fear or small daily steps, you must move on it every single day. The second strategy is to speak your fears out loud. So many of us are afraid to say what we're afraid of because we think that by saying it, it's going to make it come true. But the truth is, is that fear grows in the shadows of our minds. And if we're too afraid, afraid to acknowledge its existence, then it will continue to grow and grow and grow. But when you speak your fear out loud, then you can deal with it head on. Staying silent allows it to ruminate in our minds and destroy our self-confidence. When we speak it out loud, we take back our power. So, Ask yourself these two questions. What is the worst thing that can happen if I do this thing, whatever this thing is? And then ask yourself, what is the best thing that can happen? Now, instead of being stuck in fear, you have given yourself choices. So I just did this exercise with a client. She wanted to get a new job. So we were doing some mindset work to see what, you know, barriers or blocks she was holding on to that were preventing her from moving forward in her career. She was tired of the office politics and the feeling she had that her life was being controlled by someone else. Does that sound familiar to anyone? But as we dug deeper, 
as we, you know, really begin to do the mindset work and to really have some, you know, intense conversations, she realized that what she really wanted was to start her own business, but she was afraid. It was much easier for her to keep applying for jobs she didn't want and complain about not getting them than it was for her to face the realization that she wanted more in her life. She wanted to create a fabulous opportunity for herself and for other women. As she acknowledged the fear, spoke the fear out loud and asked herself, what is the worst thing that could happen if I open my own business? And then what is the best thing that could happen if I opened my own business? If I moved forward in my dream, towards my dream and in my purpose. Now she had given herself the choice to either stay where she is or to move forward. And a lot of times we don't move because we tell ourselves that we don't have a choice. We get stuck in the way things are and we wallow there, as my pastor used to say. But once you realize that you have a choice then the option to move forward falls squarely on your shoulders. You have a choice. So will you stay where you are or will you move forward? Ultimately, our lives are a culmination of choices. And whether you're afraid or not, you have to live with the outcome. I see this in women, in the women that I've served. These women have been diagnosed with a chronic illness and they're struggling with this illness hard because the decisions that they make could literally mean life or death for them. So they're stuck. So this brings us to our third strategy, limit the amount of time you have to decide. This will help, especially if you are frozen in fear. I actually learned this strategy from my Aunt Maggie. She <laughs> used this strategy anytime she had to make a hard decision. She would give herself three days to decide. So instead of being stuck in fear and indecision, she knew that in three days she had to make a choice. So put a time limit on your deliberations. Otherwise, you will look up and realize that another day, month, or year has gone by and you are still in the same spot. The fourth coping strategy is reaching out for help. And that is so hard for so many of us, especially for us in midlife. When you're in between the ages of 40 and 60, you have 
your personality is pretty much set, you think. And you have a mindset that says, I don't want anyone to know my business or I can handle this situation myself. I don't need any help. But the truth of the matter is, is that you can't. So our mindset now has us locked in fear and isolation. We're actually isolating ourselves from the people who love us, from the people who can help us, from the people who know how to guide us through this situation that we find ourselves in. And I say us because I have been guilty of this also. I have been guilty of holding things in, staying locked in fear because I didn't want anyone to know what was going on in my life. I didn't want anyone to judge me. I didn't want anyone's opinion. I just wanted to try to work my way out of it. But the only thing I was doing is getting deeper and deeper and deeper in this hole that I had dug for myself. In the 11 years that I've worked as a mental health specialist and a coach, I have only had one client, one who said, something is not right with me and I need to get help. Just one out of the hundreds of women that I have worked with over the past 11 years. The rest of my clients waited two, three, sometimes four years before seeking help. And these are years that they lost and they can't get back. If you have a need, a want, or a desire, if you know that you are not living in your purpose because you are stuck in fear, then don't be afraid to reach out for help. And this help can come from a professional source, a therapist, a coach, a psychologist, or a natural support, a family member, a friend, a coworker. Just do it. Reach out for help. Someone out there is waiting for you to step into your purpose. And when you step into your purpose, you are going to unlock the so much potential joy and happiness in your life and in the lives of others. Because we are not islands. We are not moving through this world alone. We're connected, all of us, one to another, whether we want to acknowledge that fact or not. When I move in my purpose, then I'm able to help the women who are in my circle, and they're able to help the women who are in their circle, and it trickles on and on and on. We can empower each other. We can unleash a power that is unprecedented, but we can't do that if we continue to be afraid of 
what we want, afraid to go after what we want. So I'm going to get off my soapbox. <laughs> well, not really. So what I want you to do is I want you to take out a piece of paper or your journals. And at the top of the page, I want you to write down the thing you want, need, or desire. I want you to write down the purpose to which you believe you have been called. So you can either write down something you want, need, or desire, or you can write down the purpose for, to which you believe you have been called. You're going to number this paper from one to four. The first thing you're going to do is acknowledge the fear. You're going to write down why you are afraid and what small step you can take to help you begin the journey. Number two, you're going to speak your fear out loud and you can speak it out loud by writing it down in your journal. Ask yourself, what is the worst thing that could happen? And what is the best thing that can happen? Number three, give yourself a time limit to decide, but it cannot be over three days. We're using Aunt Maggie's rules here. So it cannot be over three days. Anything longer than three days and you're going to be stuck. Number four, ask for help. If this is something that you clearly see you cannot do alone, or if it's something that you've been wanting to do for years and years and you still have not figured out a plan to get you from point A to point B, then write down the name of a person. And like I said, this person can either be a professional support, so a coach, a therapist, a pastor, or a natural support, a family member, or a friend, or a co-worker. And then call them. So don't just write down their name, but actually contact them. If you're between the ages of 40 and 60, we still use the phone, but if texting is your thing, then go ahead and text them. I can't wait to hear from you all. I want to know how this exercise played out. What did you discover about yourself and about the thing that you were afraid of? What is your plan to move forward even if you are afraid? Joyce Myers has a thing where she says, do it afraid. And she's absolutely right. You're always going to be afraid when you are moving into new territory. Once you understand that, then you're able to move, not with comfort. You'll still be in discomfort probably, but you'll be moving towards that thing that you want. And this activity 
is something that I completed when I decided to go into my coaching practice. I was afraid. I was just as afraid as my client was of starting her own business, even though this was something that spoke to my spirit so loudly as to what I was supposed to be doing with my life. I know what it's like to have a chronic illness. I know what it's not like to navigate through, you know, what the doctor says and, you know, and then have nothing to fall back on or no plan really to get me from point A to point B. And I knew that once I discovered that, I had to share it, but I was still afraid. And to top it off, I had a couple of family members who said, you know, I don't know if that's such a good idea. And can you really make money doing that? Are you going to be able to take care of yourself or are you going to have to, you know, just do it on the side forever and still work your full-time job? But then I had a couple of family members who said, do what you love. When you move into something that is so different than everything around you, so what you are wanting, what you're dreaming of, what you are hoping for is probably different than anything you have grown up with. And that's how it is for me. No one in my family, you know, really became an entrepreneur. Everyone worked a job. They stayed there, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, retired, and that was it. So I was doing something that was completely different at an age when I should have been thinking about my retirement and hanging out with my kids and my grandkids, but I wanted something more. So I had to write down What's the worst thing that could happen if I didn't start my coaching practice or start this podcast or have gone back to school to earn my doctorate? The worst thing that could have happened for me is realizing, is waking up one day and realizing that I did not pursue something I loved. And regret is something you do not want to feel. And the best thing that could happen is that I could reach women across the country, even the world, who were struggling with midlife decisions just like I was. They were afraid to make a decision about their health, their relationships, their parenting, their self-care, just like me. So I chose to move forward. Now it hasn't been easy. I still have to step on fear's neck every once in a while to remind it that it is not in control. But now I expect it. And the more you do it, the more you move in your purpose, it becomes easier. Because giving up is not an option.
don't be afraid of your fears. They're not there to scare you. They're there to let you know that something is worth it. See Joy Bell. All right, ladies. I hope you found this helpful. And I can't wait to hear which one of the strategies you're going to start with first. You don't have to do them in order, but you do have to do them. Because giving up is not an option. You have your marching orders, so execute the plan. If you want to talk, please email me at wtylwellness at gmail.com or click the link in the show notes and let's schedule some time to talk. Your transformational conversation is completely free. Remember, you are not alone. Don't forget to subscribe. When you subscribe, you actually help the podcast to get out to more women who need this information. Our Mindset Reset journey continues tomorrow when our topic will be conquering negative thoughts. I will talk to you tomorrow and I hope you have a wonderful and blissful day. Talk soon.